Hello, everybody. Hi, friends. This oh, is the Fresh Cut. I'm Aaron Donovan. <laughs> I'm Noah Parker. Switch it around, and there you go. Um, got some <sighs> housekeeping. Love this part of the show because it's like we ask these people to come on our show and then they <laughs> we don't let them talk for like five minutes. <laughs> it's patience is a virtue and we just test it out with them. Yeah, yeah. We're big on virtues. <laughs> um, <laughs> just a reminder, all our shows go on YouTube, so check that out if you hate radio or internet, if you're listening by internet. <laughs> Do we get anyone that, I wonder if anyone actually listens to this on radio. For any OG fans, I feel like Pern Dog probably sits at home and like. <laughs> he said he doesn't listen to this, <laughs> but like he fine. can't. He can't give us affirmation. He has to. There has to be some put down. That's true. That's true. So Pern Dog probably loves our show. You're probably sitting in your car right now, driving around, listening to this. That way, because if he's listening online, we could tell. Well, let's hope he's not. Because <laughs> guess what, everyone? We're saying stripper now. <laughs> We thought we couldn't. We found out we can. So we're gonna stop lying to you. Yeah, we when we play uh, great band name, baby name, sports mascot <laughs> name. We don't care about sports. I mean, we're like Aaron will cry all night about the Eagles, <laughs> but other than I that, I won't cry. They won the Super Bowl. Remember? Oh, tears of joy. So uh, yeah, it's besides that, and I guess anti patriots. Uh, we're not gonna be talking any sports. No mo. <laughs> I regret that for you. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> um, I already do. So And it's recorded forever. So yeah, we say stripper name. Instead of that's the true thing, but we just thought we had to come up with a Milligan radio they, appropriate. They exist. We can't hide it anymore. We're still not gonna say that other word we weren't told <laughs> not to say, but I think we could because I don't think we can get in trouble. And we've said worse things. <laughs> I do have the First Amendment. I don't know how that plays into all of this. Uh well, you know, I'm taking this as a class, so <laughs> Don't worry, I won't screw anything up for you. Maybe the last one. Maybe the last episode after, like, final grades are in. I think so. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, Now, should we let our guests talk now? In a bit. No, that's okay. <laughs> I want to say, uh, tonight's guest is very special. It was our first male guest that we did not bring on... <laughs> to, to set up with Amy Long. Yeah, sorry. I don't think Amy Long's here today. If she is... Uh, she's very she's good hiding. at hide-and-seek. Uh, we'll give her a chance, but Daniel's actually engaged, which, uh... Good for you. Although, shame on you. I think, uh... Hey, Ike. <laughs> Our friend Ike just, just popped, popped in. in. Oh, nice. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh... It seems a little messed up to me that people would get engaged before Amy Long. Like, once she came on campus, I think you should wait. You got married before should, Amy Long. Uh, I, was, I, I got in a relationship before she came to campus. I didn't know about her. <laughs> so, it's okay for me, but I think... Kennedy came the same time as Amy Long, so Daniel really should have given her... <laughs> Amy should just get her choice of man. I'm not saying Daniel's, like, the top choice or whatever, but I'm just saying, like... Who do you think is top choice? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I've made it very clear before that it, my top choice for her is Barack Obama. <laughs> but, uh, that's... Anyways, this is Daniel Peacock. Welcome to the show. Which mic is he using? Usually we share this one. Okay. Hello, everyone. I am Daniel Peacock. I Say what's already been I'm, said. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a good Milligan student, apparently. I got engaged too soon, it sounds. Um, I think that is the sign of a good Milligan student. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's the only criteria. There are some that would contend that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me on tonight, guys. Um, super excited. Daniel was one of the first guests I think we ever had planned for this show. He's a hard get, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a busy man between 
all the uh, video games and tennis that I play. Thursday show. Yeah, the Thursday show. You know, we do another stream. It's not WUMC related, but um, it's a stream nonetheless, and we talk about a lot of the similar things. In fact, last week... Yeah, they talked about conspiracies, not last week. You guys... Oh, yeah. Two weeks ago, last show, we talked about conspiracy theories. So, sorry to encroach on you guys' topic, but... It just makes you more of an expert. Fair enough. Noah, what are you doing? Oh, I, I delete. I have to... You know, <laughs> while you're over there having fun, I'm like... You're the one that... Tr- you you have here. a comfy I have seat. to do all the radio stuff. You're taking the, this for a credit. I have to delete all the things that aren't supposed to pop up <laughs> in the middle of our show. You're taking it for credit, and you get the comfy seat. Okay. Well, do you want the comfy seat? <laughs> Listen, your name goes first in the Twitter. <laughs> okay, let's not bring our fights. <laughs> I can leave if you guys want me to. I mean... No. <laughs> Milligan, <laughs> Milligan doesn't let guys and girls be alone in rooms. Well, the door it's, would be open. It's not an open dorm night, so we have to... That's why we have guests. <laughs> You're Just right. to play it safe. We do leave the door open. But I wouldn't want anybody getting engaged. That would be bad. Well, I already, I already have a to wife. Not Amy so Long. That would be really bad. <laughs> and yeah, Is that Kevin would listening? be that would be a huge like middle finger to Amy if <laughs> if like one of us tried to get engaged twice before she got <laughs> engaged at all. But uh, hopefully she's doing well, having some chicken nuggets. <laughs> we know she loves those. Daniel, you're on our show. Why don't you give us your best lawn co- lawn uh, lawn mower noise? Bring it on right now. <laughs> The ending was when it hit a tree stump because that happens to me every time I mow a lawn. Oh. I like that there was no hesitation. A lot of time our guests have to think about it, but you had an instinctual lawnmower sound inside of you. Thank you. Uh, that's actually the constant noise that I make while I breathe. And it's just at such a low volume that you can never hear it until I, you know, bump it up a little. So That's a cool talent. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, it's more of a curse. Are you going to enter Mr. Buff? Um, you see, my uh, lawnmower noise usually throws off microphones and things like that. So if I did, I would really have to prepare their equipment for them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's worth the effort for them. But we'll see. Well, <laughs> did someone come in? Oh, well. cool beans. Um, let's talk conspiracies and less about beans. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> I used to say, I like we need like a jingle to go into this. Uh, actually, our promo is ready. Can we play gonna, it? Uh, we can't play it right now. It's too <laughs> confusing for me. I don't. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Daniel is like Aaron and I, a film studies buff. He did a little <laughs> rock star thing. Yeah, sorry. That's the hang loose. Hang loose. Yeah. Hang ten. Uh, I need to pick up on my hand signals. I'm sorry. Yeah. I also need to talk into the microphone. That's my bad. But, uh, yeah. Uh, If what I was told is correct, we are discussing film conspiracy theories tonight because we are a bunch of film-loving people and film-studying people. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Also math, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I do math anyways. Yeah. Fair. I wonder where Kennedy is. Why don't you bring on your first conspiracy? Right. So I have done some looking, um, a little bit of studying in between studying for actual classes. And uh, I think probably the biggest one that most everyone knows about, kind of easing into conspiracy theories before we get to the weirder ones, is the whole hanging uh, munchkin actor 
in the background of a scene in The Wizard of Oz, which... I don't think I know this one, and I was in that musical. Really? <laughs> oh, I, don't well. I doubt that the musical tried to emulate Yeah, that. I, I should I hope there was no one hanging in the, back? in the musical. <laughs> My seventh grade year, what if we killed someone? Oh, geez. Well, uh, according to some people on the internet, that would have been true to the original film, so... Yeah, uh, if you can link that on our Twitter, at Noah and Aaron, for those that don't know, then you, you can see a video. But watch it after we're done, because I don't want you people being distracted. Yes. But, uh, so basically, for those of you that don't know, there's a scene where they are, and Aaron just saw it, and <laughs> had a really shocked, like, <gasps> when she saw it. But uh, it, it does look a lot like a person hanging as if they hung themselves. Um... And it's from the original Wizard of Oz film. And for years, the myth has persisted that the shape of the object, coupled with a sort of swinging motion that it has, means that one of the actors playing the munchkins in the film had hung themselves while they were filming a take, and the heartless Hollywood executives just left it in because they thought it was a good shot. I don't know. Lens mystery. Yeah. Makes the world feel more lived in. There you go, yeah. Or died in. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going, Daniel. We don't don't uh, get to dwell on these things. Anyways, yeah. um, It's an interesting little conspiracy theory, but I did a lot of digging, and it really has no merit. Um, (laughs) What on earth, Daniel? (laughs) There goes the joy of our show. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't... Do you want me to debunk it or not? Because that's okay, been a go lot ahead and of time. Debunk it. Okay, uh, he he researched, guys. Yeah, we I got to get people to research before our show. I got really bored in lunch hour today, and let me tell you, there are some fascinating articles written by the Telegraph, but I didn't read those because they're behind a paywall. So I read some other websites <laughs> with interesting lists about this. Good. So basically, um, so the scene in question was filmed fairly early into the production of The Wizard of Oz. And uh, that means that it was filmed before all the scenes with the Munchkins. Which, I don't know chronologically if the scene with the Munchkins is before or after that scene in the actual movie. I don't know either. But, uh, basically, the Munchkin actors would not have been on set at the time that scene was shot. So, like, there's no reason for one of them to have hung themselves in the background. Unless they were like... Maybe they came to set on the wrong day, and it was yeah. really embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, that could be... That's not your first joke about suicide, Noah. <laughs> Let's, I, we're, we're moving past these things. Wait, but I have a question. I'm going to tell you, Mike. Okay, but what if it was just, like, a different actor and not a Munchkin actor? Why are we just saying Munchkin? Oh, yeah. I, it's I, more tragic that way. Yeah, I wish so that cute. one. cute. <laughs> um, apparently, people think that it's... A munchkin, like the shape is of a munchkin. Oh, it's like a midget. So they, yeah, it looks like a small person. I don't know. I can't really see. It looks like a blob. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty blurry, and and to see it at all, you have to zoom in all the way, which is not. Yeah, I don't, like there's a not like I can kind of see it, but it's not perfect. I think the thing that really like the fact that they edited it in later versions to make it look like a bird or something. Yeah. Didn't we see that? That's true, yeah. When we looked at it on the Thursday show, um, they did a re-edit and re-release of The Wizard of Oz in, like, the 90s or something. Yeah. And they added a CGI little crane 
like a bird crane, yeah. not like Bob the Builder in the background rooting and tooting. Um, but they added like a CGI crane in place of our supposed hanging munchkin. It's That's it just seems like yeah, it is suspicious. Like I don't I don't really think this theory is true or whatever. But if you're not guilty, yeah, you don't have to plead like innocent. Well, that's a dumb thing. To say. That makes it sound like if you're not guilty, you have to plead guilty. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying, like, if you don't have any tracks to cover up, there's no need to try to cover them up. Yeah. That's, so that does it, it makes you look a little suspicious. Yeah. Or I mean, what do I know though? Maybe the guy that gets all the letters on behalf of uh, the Wizard of Oz just couldn't take any more mean death threats about why did you put this hanging munchkin on the air and he's like guys can we please re-edit this please put in a crane the, they love cranes please <laughs> yeah and that that was actually the original studio response because people found out or started finding out about this supposed hanging person like around the time that we had VHS's that could rewind and play in slow motion and I don't know why they rewound Which was that a, scene. A horrible addition for us filmmakers because now we have to work harder. Yeah, for real. We can't just have our actors, you know, hanging out in the background anymore. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant like you you gotta you can't just hope people like miss errors and what you, you may okay. That's fair. Let's I move on mean. to our next this is dark. Anyways, yeah. We, we don't usually start this dark. Oh, we, we like to get there. Avril Levine, yeah. Oh wait, I'm gonna interrupt you. It's kind of. Oh, we didn't tell him about the game. We talked about strippers, and we didn't tell him. Daniel, I think knows our. You know our band name, baby name, stripper name game. I We're saying stripper now. We're saying stripper. Can that I be like a soundbite? <laughs> I can make it. Oh, okay. Um, I, I knew of the game in not Radio Land, but I didn't know we played it on radio. So we like to play it. So if you hear a good band baby stripper name. Just let us know. Inter- interrupt, interject as soon as it hits you. Oh, yeah. We'll okay. interrupt you Got just you. as much, so don't worry. This is what I'm doing now. I'm interrupting. Um, I was walking down here, and I was saying, like, I was talking to some pals, and I was like, actually, I'm running late. Got a blast. Do a radio show about conspiracy theories. And she went, ugh, talk about Avril Lavigne. And I was like, we <laughs> wow. did that. And so I just, I thought it was funny. That I mentioned it to Daniel, and he said something about Poot Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of that? I oh. love Poot. My friend got blocked on Twitter by Demi Lovato because of Poot. Oh, really? Oh, so you're saying Poot got a hold of Demi's phone? Yes. Wow. Or Demi just wants it's to It's good they're the letting truth. her actually Someone get a hold explain of technology. This real quick, just cover the Poot Lovato. You got the mic, Daniel. Oh, well, um, basically someone took a unflattering picture of Demi Lovato on her way out of something, probably like mcdonald's or freddy's and uh the only two places <laughs> the only two places you'll ever see demi lovato um anyways I've going to them i think it's awkward running into her every time. yeah i know she won't even talk to you about poot um <laughs> poot being demi lovato's supposed long lost twin sister albeit a bit more homely <laughs> but uh yeah some say that uh demi has kept poot locked in her basement for many years which, when you say it out loud, locking your poots in your basement maybe isn't a bad idea, but yeah, um, they say poots been down there for years so she doesn't embarrass poor Demi. Okay. Well, let's move forward. That was like a yeah. little bonus. Yeah, you guys, yeah. that's free. Not that you guys pay for the rest of this, but I don't know. We can start making a profit. Um, when we get more than nine viewers, listeners, we'll, we'll do so. Next... 
<laughs> okay, so I've got a handful of others. Here's one that really, you know, kind of tickled me because Elmo? it just seems so ridiculous. It's stuck in your head. <laughs> there you go. The Elmo's theme song is always stuck in Noah's head. They didn't need to know that. <laughs> Daniel? Hey, Continue. everyone has their own background music. Um, basically, you know, people say that Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing, right? Because it was faked. Have you guys yeah. actually talked about that on here? No. Oh, well. Wait, did Chris and Branch bring it up? I think so. Oh. But we haven't. Chris and Branch did, so you can say whatever you want. Her oh, show was so. kind of a blur because we got a lot of phone calls we couldn't hear. <laughs> they were probably from Stanley Kubrick trying to scare you away. Because, I according to some, he definitely directed the moon landing. And in his film, The Shining, he makes a little wink and a nod at audiences. I'm glad this isn't visual because I tried to wink and my whole face shut down. <laughs> That's but, actually uh, called a stroke, and we don't make light of those, so why don't you keep going? Oh, Less stroke humor. Oh, so locking Putin in the basement isn't off-limits, but this? I mean, I think the Fresh Cut is pro-locking Putin in the basement, because <laughs> if there's one thing we've been consistently for, it's insulting our families. <laughs> we usually save some time for that, but we haven't gotten to it yet. We'll see if we have time today. <laughs> That's a later segment. But, uh, yeah, and The Shining... Your main sort of protagonist, the little kid Danny, he wears a nice sweater with a rocket ship on it. And people saw that and they said, oh, that's Kubrick making fun of us because he helped fake the moon landing. And I just thought, oh, that's such a wholesome, entirely dumb <laughs> conspiracy you are, theory. You are so quick to be... This, you're the most anti-conspiracy person we've had on this show, other than me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not doing a good job, am I? It's just... It's just weird because last week we had Zach Leslie on, and he was so pro Bigfoot, it was <laughs> horrifying. Oh well, Bigfoot's I obviously Bigfoot real. Was gonna come. Oh well. <laughs> oh no. Would Did Bigfoot like spinach? <laughs> oh no. Daniel, do you eat spinach? Um, I occasionally dabble in spinach. Yes. Do you take your vitamin supplements? <laughs> Does spinach count as a vitamin supplement? <laughs> okay, we we're to, gonna move on. <laughs> we have to tell Kennedy to break up with you. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're very pro-vitamin on this show. Oh, At no. least you have spinach. Next. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward, here's a pretty interesting one that might actually have some merit. Don't tell us it's interesting. Let it speak for itself. <laughs> <laughs> this is the meanest Noah has ever been on the show. And it's I okay. had my breakfast, so it's really unwarranted. <laughs> this is just par for the course for how he treats me. But anyways, true. Ferris. <laughs> in Ferris Bueller's Day Off... There is a theory floating around that Ferris Bueller is actually a figment of the imagination of the supporting character, Cameron. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, and uh, basically the idea is that Cameron is a no-nonsense guy, and he's always hung by the rules, and uh, his senior year of high school, lot he of wants to... <laughs> Why'd you use the term hung again? <laughs> Why do all the conspiracies have to be about people hanging? I'm still thinking about that, that poor munchkin in the background. But, uh... Luckily, I was not a munchkin. I was a dancing jitterbug. You know, I think if you were a munchkin, you didn't have to hang yourself, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. If I did, I wouldn't be here. Oh. Fair. <laughs> well, we glad you stuck to the original script and not those crazy filmmakers. But, um... Anyways, I totally... <laughs> I forgot where I was. Yeah, uh, Ferris Bueller is a figment of Cameron's imagination because Ferris Bueller is fun and Cameron is not and Cameron wants to be fun. Boom, you're ready to take that the reading That one's fun because test. it's, uh, I think that one works a lot with the the themes of that movie. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, it's a lot more lighthearted with people dying on set. But uh, yeah. It, why die when you can never exist? <laughs> yeah. And it's neat because it explains why Ferris Bueller, as a character, breaks the fourth wall every five minutes in that movie. Because he I thought constantly... they just didn't want to record extra takes. <laughs> well, they couldn't get Morgan Freeman to do the voiceover, so <laughs> Matthew Broderick was the next best thing, but he was already an actor. He needs more movie. work. He does. He was recently on a, a few episodes of BoJack Horseman, which oh, yeah. I recently wrapped up watching. And uh, I wish there was a conspiracy about that show because it's a really good show. But he was also on uh, Manchester by the Sea, which is a really good movie. Oh, I haven't actually seen that movie, but I've heard it's really good. Thanks. <laughs> Next. Wait, I have a comment. I have to oh. steal the mic every time I want to talk, so it's a Sorry, little bit I forget about... We let Erin have an easier day today, but she still deserves her time to speak, and I apologize for getting in the way of that. For shame. I was going to say, if I like this theory because the reason I don't like Ferris Bueller's Day Off is how much he breaks the fourth wall. I'm just not a fan of that, but if it's because of this conspiracy theory, I think I would like the movie more. So I'm going to say it's true. That way I can start liking this movie. <laughs> see, look look how much good you brought already, yeah. Daniel. That's fair, see? Aaron now has a new movie to enjoy. But yeah, I, the raccoon symbol. You can't see nice. It. This is one of the better movie conspiracy theories because it enhances the movie. It adds a whole new element to it. Whereas some movie conspiracy theories are kind of a stretch, but this one makes sense. Um, similarly, yeah, and people don't die in this one. <laughs> I think I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Maybe there's a something happening in the background of that one. But anyways, moving on. Stay tuned to next week. Um. Another slightly less wholesome conspiracy theory about the actual plot of a movie is from Titanic. And some of you guys might know this one, but apparently Jack, Leonardo DiCaprio's character that totally whiffed on an Oscar, um, is actually a time traveler from the future who has come to the Titanic to stop Rose from throwing herself off of the boat and causing the boat to stop and therefore miss the iceberg that sinks the Titanic. And whoever came up with this theory wrote a big convoluted essay about how that would have caused global warming, but <laughs> that's not an issue for today's time, so Jack must have come from really far in the future, like water world levels far in the future. But, uh... Yeah, and uh, there's some evidence to back this one up, but before I Global throw that warming. out there. <laughs> we yeah. have seen some. Waterworld, obviously. Yeah. Donald Trump, please start listening. Yeah. Listen to Jack. He's he's sacrificed so much. Didn't even touch that little floating door. <laughs> that is very good restraint. <laughs> but yeah, um Oh man. There's actually a lot of evidence to back this one up. Even more than the Ferris Bueller one, surprisingly. Um because there are a couple of references that Jack makes in the movie when he's talking to Rose that are anachronisms. Like, he says at one point, I want to take you to ride on a roller coaster at the Santa Monica Pier in America. And Titanic sunk in 1912, but the roller coaster at Santa Monica wasn't built until 1915. And he also references that he did something, went fishing or something at Lake Wissota 
which is a man-made lake that wasn't created until 1917. So, is Jack from the future? Discuss. I just realized we're peaking, so I'm going to bring our mics down a little bit. My question... Oh, no, it's just because... My question is, how do we know it's not just poor script writing? Is that me being cynical? But yeah, isn't it weird that, like, if you... <laughs> If you leave bad, inaccurate details in your script, you have generations of conspiracies for your movie. I think they're starting it. They, like, realized, I'm just so loud, I can see myself peeking. Like, oh, crap, I said the wrong thing in the movie. I'll go online and comment and say, you know what, I think Jack's a time traveler. <laughs> when in reality, I just messed up my own script. Yeah. So you're saying that we are making a conspiracy theory now that filmmakers when they mess up their scripts, create their own conspiracy theories to try and cover up their mistakes in their script. We're saying it's an inside job. I'm saying it's a possibility. I mean, like, if I produce something and, like, mess something up, I would definitely tell my sister, like, go online and comment. Be like, well, um, I think that it's this one in reality. I just, yeah. I'm Make just my movie look up. better. I mean, there is a possibility that he's a time traveler, but I, I think there's another side to the story. Maybe. It's. I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean. Yeah. That's definitely. I think that's what it is. But that puts us in an interesting new spot because you guys just created a one hundred percent, one hundred percent original conspiracy theory about nice. conspiracy theories. We've evolved. Look at the rest us. of our shows are just going to be about conspiracies we made up. I have one. Bada bing, bada boom. You're like self sufficient now. <laughs> It's about time. That'll be good for next our next episode. Self-sufficient. Good band name. Great baby name. And weirdly inspiring stripper name. Which we're saying now. Bad sports mascot name. Who cares? Not us. We don't say that anymore. We say stripper. Can I hear it, guys? Stripper! Yee, stripper. <laughs> we stripper. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Stripper would be don't a terrible sports mascot, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> Good baby name, though. Sports Just kidding. Sports mascot would be a terrible oh. stripper name. Welcome. Oh, we have we have a a visitor. It is the one and only Kennedy Weber. I think the one and only. That seems like a, an uncommon name. Yeah, I haven't she encountered shrugged. another one yet, which is good because I'm marrying this one. Yeah, that would be confusing. Are we are we rubbing it in Amy Long's face? Yeah. No. <laughs> obviously we're not. We were talking earlier, Kennedy, about how it was rude of you to take this man before Amy Long had her choice of men. But whatever. Am I sorry? Whoops. <laughs> I don't think she's actually sorry. We'll we cannot have them on the same show. There may be a fight. <laughs> oh, well. Show. Do you have any more conspiracies, Daniel? Oh, yeah, I've got tons. Um, well, we only have three minutes left for this oh. before we move on. Whoops. To well, the game. let me rapid fire a Wait, couple then. That means we have 30 more minutes. You have the game going on for 30 minutes? It might go a while. If if we have, I just want to start it. And if we run out of t that, we'll move back into conspiracies. Okay. That's fair. All right, rapid fire, real quick. Um, Aladdin is set in the apocalypse. Boom. I also did Aladdin as a musical. <laughs> really? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it? Did you guys have like ruined cars and stuff on your stage, and like ruined stop signs? No, it was a middle school production. Oh, that's fair. You just had cardboard budget. ones then. We didn't have any cars. Okay, I think she's shooting this one down. Next. Anyways. No, it's a possibility. I'm just. You were yeah. The, the only she doesn't like you besmirching her school musicals, I guess. Yeah. Go for it. You just keep.
keep picking conspiracy laden things to do for your middle school plays, I guess, which is a good thing. But uh, yeah, that one's weird. Basically, the only merit to that one is because the genie makes anachronistic references, which again is probably just bad script writing or good script. No, writing. I, I think that works for the genie since he's magical. Yeah, that's true. You could make the argument he's like omnipotent, but God. I don't know. That's that's a little <laughs> sacrilegious, but. Yeah. yeah, Kennedy's saying it's part of the humor, oh, yeah. which which I, I think is right. It works with the... I mean, it's a magical being, and it's Robin Williams, so... A true magical being. Yes. There you go. All right, what yeah. else you got? You got Speaking more. of Robin Williams, oh. do you have any Robin Williams... Conspir- like, what about the movie... Is it called Flubber? Oh, I Flubber. Love Flubber. Any conspiracies for Flubber? Um, I can completely pull a conspiracy theory out of the air... Um, the CGI in that movie was stolen from George Lucas. Oh, okay, moving on. <laughs> that might be... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, come at me, Star Wars fanboys. Anyways, um... <laughs> stress, but, stress. Last but not least, and if we get time to come back to this one, I want to touch on it, because I think it's funny. Adam Sandler and the rest of Happy Madison Productions only makes movies these days as an excuse to go have vacation with their friends, and hang out and make a little money doing so. I think he's confirmed this, hasn't he? Has he really? <laughs> I think he's, like, basically said, like, yeah, I, I, he likes the vacations. Oh, well, I mean, that makes sense, because they're just churning out, like, literally carbon copies of their other movies, like earlier, yeah. much better movies. Yeah, th- here's my conspiracy, and I think it's true. Uh, Adam Sandler isn't actually a bad actor, he can be good when he actually tries. He just doesn't try. Yes, Aaron, raising your hand. Um, I'm on news.avclub.com, and then I haven't read any of the I haven't read any words besides the title, which says Adam Sandler confirms that his movies are just paid vacations. There we go. I actually like the AV Club quite a bit. In a segment that confirms so, what many reviewers have long presumed. We'll take it as true. You're interrupting me. That's the show. <laughs> You're right. Has long presumed and blatantly stated Adam Sandler appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live last night. This was written on May 22nd, 2014, and where Kimmel asked him asked him flat out whether his movies are just flimsy excuses for paid vacations. Quote, yes, end quote, Sandler replied enthusiastically, secure in the knowledge that it absolutely doesn't matter if he just admits point blank that he chooses his projects based on whether they include a trip to some luxury destination because they are Adam Sandler movies for Adam Sandler audiences. I choose my Milligan classes based on whether or not the professor might let us outside a few days. (laughs) He went on to say, quote, I have done that since 51st dates. End quote. Sandler explained, quote, It was written in another place. I said, Imagine if we did it in Hawaii. How great that movie would be. And they said, Yeah, that's a very artistic idea. I've been doing that ever since. End quote. Good for him. Wow, see? I have one in here that's actually right. Bada bing, bada There we go, there we go. But the conspiracies are coming to a hold now because it is game time. Aaron, why don't you sing our game time theme? Game time, game time, game time. That's pretty good for we on We are playing block. games. Oh, it's not over. Oh, I think it's over now. Okay, great work. Um, Moving. So, uh, superhero movies are super big. 
Super. Oh, good one. Yeah, that was not intentional. Uh, In fact, even Zach Leslie, we had him talk for a minute on Black Panther last week. It's actually really sad. Uh, I thought it'd be funny. I thought he really wanted to talk about it, so like, okay, we'll make him do it in a minute. Turns out he just really wanted to have actual human connection with us and talk about it. Uh, so he sounded a little disappointed. He ended before the minute. It was a good movie. I saw it this weekend. Anyways, superheroes, super big. Didn't intend it that time either. I just have a limited vocabulary. So uh, we wanted to talk to you, Daniel. We're going to try to design a superhero. Oh, boy. So That can be the voice. <laughs> creepy. Why don't you try and think of the best three powers you can think of, and I have a list of scenarios, and we're going to see if the superhero can save the day. Okay. Are we thinking of the best superpowers? Just three powers. Or just three powers. And I don't want them to be overly impractical, because then the game's not fun. Okay. Can they be overpowered? Or... What does that even mean? Like, Uh, way way too powerful? Like, he could just look at something and it's gone? Yeah, nothing that powerful. Okay. The first three that come to your head. One of his powers cannot be wishing for more powers. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it! (laughs) Well, there goes all my wishes and all my powers. So, okay, well, try again. Tune Anyways, can be generic <laughs> ones if you want. Seven minutes of silence. <laughs> the first one that came up in my mind was actually infinite hearing. Which don't ask me the actual mechanics of infinite hearing. Like, I guess just he can hear anything at any given time. So, a kid in India scratches his belly button. Our hero can hear it. All right, that seems good. Give us another. That's one. Good. Oh boy. Actually, um. Two. He can fire concentrated beams of melted Crayola crayons from his eyes. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, let's have a third. Um, he is covered head to toe in hair that is exactly like steel wool. <laughs> Excluding his eyes where the melted Crayola comes out of. So he looks like a silver Wookiee. The name for this superhero? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't actually know. This could be your band name. Yeah, you call you call the crowd. I think she had one. We can name him Ooh Boy because that was the, my first reaction. <laughs> okay, sorry, Kennedy. We're going with Ooh Boy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read you your superhero backstory slash uh, situation, and then we'll move on to some scenarios. All right, sounds good. All right, <clears throat> you are the superhero Ooh Boy with the powers infinite hearing. Uh, Shooting molten Crayola Shooting. from your eyes. <laughs> yes. And the third one, Iron Wool. Yeah. Steel Wool. That's Steel like Wool. Iron, Iron Wool, great band name. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Weird stripper name. Terrible We're saying stripper now. <laughs> you fight for the ideals of peace, justice, truth, and freeing killer whales from captivity. <laughs> During the daytime, you need a secret identity, so you become a citizen called Sean Hannity, an extreme conservative with shows on the radio and television. It's not perfect, but it makes sure nobody associates you with justice, so it works well. Oh. You are you are a relatively young superhero and work hard to stop evil and like new to fighting crime, not like you're like okay. three. <laughs> and work hard to stop evil in your local community. The mayor has your number and calls you whenever help is needed for the city. Are you ready to begin? I'm ready. Can we take a time out? Wait. Did you write this whole thing? Yes, I wrote this whole thing. Did why is this not like your film script? Uh I have time to work on that, I guess. <laughs> 
I think okay. I just want to. I'm I'm gonna be nice to Noah for the first time on the radio and say that that was pretty well written. I'm excited to see where this well, goes. Get, get ready for more. We're gonna start off easy. You've heard cat in a tree before. Uh, here's your scenario. A cat is stuck in a tree. At the foot of the tree is a particularly scary looking dog. You notice the dog chewing. The dog is chewing on pencil shavings, which is your superhero weakness. It removes your powers. You hate cats, but this particular cat does really cool backflips, which ironically is how it got stuck in a tree. Oh, Can yes. you save the cat and avoid the dog with the pencil shavings that remove your powers? You have your three powers. What are you going to do? This feels like a Dungeons and Dragons gone horribly wrong. Yes. But, uh, I use my Crayola vision to turbo blast the dog out of the way <laughs> and cover it in a multicolored crayon that just turns gray and sits over wherever it landed. <laughs> and then I go up in the tree and save our backflipping cat. You Wait, why what? can't the cat just backflip itself out of the tree? I it's thought like cats can jump from... Uh, it got caught between the branches. In the tree. Well, what did it come on my show and condemn my writing? <laughs> I didn't say I have super climbing. That cat's through dealing. <laughs> I just have to deal with the dog. All right, well, I think that's fair. Well, Would you say... You. I mean, animal rights activists are going to have a problem with you crayoling <laughs> the dog like that. It seems kind of messed up. I don't think it has a high chance of living. But it did look scary. Particularly scary, it actually said. All right, next. <clears throat> In the front yard of a particularly large apartment complex, a five-year-old is using a magnifying glass to shine hot light on an anthill. It was very comical until the sun came out from behind a cloud and the magnifying glass set the anthill on fire, which quickly grew in size, devouring the apartments. <laughs> Oh boy. Fortunately, most of the tenants were able to escape out their back windows because a state fair was taking place behind the apartment. So everyone landed safely landed on a bouncy house. However, the older residents have declined to jump out the to jump onto the bouncy house, with most of them citing that they feel it is time for them to die. Oh jeez. <laughs> One also stated that he would not <laughs> Caleb's laughing. Yeah. One also stated that he would not set foot on the bouncy house because it is, quote, a breeding ground for millennial crybabies. <laughs> the mayor calls you and asks to, you to save the old folks because he doesn't like the ethical implications of letting the elderly die just because they asked to. Can you save them or stop the fire? So should I save the elderly people from the fire or from the mayor who is depriving them <laughs> of their choice of how they want to go out? Uh, let's. You are very loyal to the mayor. We're not getting into the ethical <laughs> ramifications of this. Anyways, um, well, since I have my super hearing, I can instantly detect where the old people are from their constant complaining, and I would assume that steel wool is relatively resistant to fire. Uh, I might be horribly wrong about this. This might be the one that does me in. Aaron's going to look that up. And we're, we're gonna, we'll come back to that one later. But assuming I'd be okay, I'll run in, hear the old people talk about millennials and how they're terrible, <laughs> and save them from themselves. You'd think you'd be okay with that, given that your uh, <laughs> your secret identity is millennial hating Sean Hannity, but that's fine. <laughs> that's Next fair. up, oh. Aaron Scott. <clears throat> Very fine still wool can also be used as Tinder in emergency situations where Milligan appropriate. We're not talking about the app. And a as it burns, even when it even when wet, it can be ignited by fire, a spark, or by connecting a battery to produce. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Julie. 
heating. J-O-U-L-E. So you're going to burn real quick. Okay, you die in this scenario. <laughs> well, but the old people got their wish. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Old be boy joining them. became a right-to-die activist on this day, I guess. You are a very flammable man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Next up, Man's not scenario hot. three. You're, you're one for one so far. <laughs> scenario three. Two plus two. Come on, it's Matt. I like Matt. It's a rainy day. The festival choir from the National Presbyterian Church is barreling down a nearby interstate in a series of buses. It is hydroplaning and cannot slow down. The majority of the passengers are either praying or crying out in fear, though a few are making the most of it and making roller coaster noises. <laughs> the buses are actually going slightly under 45 miles per hour, so it hasn't caused any traffic problems. Oh, they'll be fine. But up ahead is a line of 72 ducks slowly crossing the road. Can you stop the buses from hitting the ducks and jeopardizing the Presbyterian salvation? Heck yeah, I love me some ducks. But uh, anyways, so to prevent our careening buses from hitting our poor ducks, I use my Crayola Vision to create a massive glob of sticky molten Crayola. And this as the buses hit it... useful power. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that. Flight or something. (laughs) Hey, flights for chumps, man. I can just build a tower of Crayola. So I create this little landing pad, a bouncy castle, if you will, (laughs) of Crayola, and the buses just slowly they hit it, and it just cushions their blows, and you know, rinse and repeat until all buses are safe and all roller coaster noises have stopped. (laughs) All right, (laughs) they were having a bit of fun, and the ducks, I assume, cross safely. Do you go there and maybe monitor them? Yeah, but something tells me the sight of a man in a silver ghillie suit would really terrify most ducks. <laughs> okay, fair so. enough. All right, two for one. You've saved more than you've died. All right, scenario number four. Oh. Your arch nemesis, the supervillain called Spaghetti, an Italian Yeti monster with powers that include flight, heat, vision, and that weird head-turning thing the girl from The Exorcist does, has gone to your hometown and taken your family hostage. He says he will kill everyone there starting with your family unless you go and fight him. They're in a factory where pencils are made. He broke the machines, thus scattering pencil shavings everywhere, (laughs) which, as we have noted, is your superhero weakness. Are you able to stop Spaghetti? Which sounds like spaghetti. That's why he's Italian. Oh. You only know of one weakness he has. Never he saw loses that one his powers if he is within a mile. He loses his powers if he is within a mile radius of Betty White singing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've got this. So I can know instantly where Betty White is because I have super hearing. So. While I go and track down Betty White with my super hearing, I send in my duck friends that I recently made from the last scenario, and they go scoot out all of the pencil shavings using their fluffy duck feather stuff. And as I say this, everyone's laughing because I'm making this waving motion with my hands, because that's what ducks do. That's their thing. And um, so they, they they clear out all the pencil shavings. I get Betty White. I explain to her my plight. I bring her back to the fight. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And I end Mr. Spaghetti's blight. Well, how are you going to fight Spaghetti? Oh, I just hit him with Crayola. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that stuff could kill you. That's like... I'm banning this power if we ever play this game again. (laughs) I mean, if all else fails, I could literally light myself on fire, and apparently I would be the human torch (laughs) for as long as I lived. So I could just do that. Okay, okay. Well, uh... 
Seems kind of convenient that Betty White was so nearby. Well, you could put yourself out with the pencil shavings. <laughs> Those are my weakness. That would extra kill me. Yeah. Then I'll lose his power. Does he die, or does he just does his power stop working? A bit of both. He can die if he's overexposed to it. Yeah. Did he not do well in school? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, He's Sean Hannity. What do you think? <laughs> oh, you said very conservative. I'm sorry. Yes. Do you not know Sean Hannity, Aaron? <laughs> oh, really? That ruins the joke. Anyways, uh, still seems a little convenient, so I'm giving you half credit. So two Aww. and a half to one. Let's give him. Let's give him a passing grade. All right, like three to one. one. Yeah, come on, D's for diplomas. Okay, Noah. We'll, we'll just go three to one. <clears throat> All right, are we on five? We're on scenario five. So, some of the Presbyterians. Oh boy, listen. Some of the Presbyterians from the early example became evil when they realized that they enjoyed the thought of driving over 72 ducks while humorously making roller coaster noises. <gasps> they hijacked three pieces of equipment. Listen, Aaron. Wait, shut up. <laughs> I do know Sean Hannity. I just didn't know I knew Sean Hannity. I don't personally know him or else it would make me look like a dummy. I just, you know, when you know a name and you know a face, but you don't know them together. Okay. This joke. <laughs> I just felt right. the need to, that I'm not an idiot. Yes, Aaron is not an idiot. She's very clever. We're starting over. Some of the Presbyterians from the earlier example became evil when they realized that they enjoyed the thought of driving over 72 ducks while humorously making roller coaster noises. They hijacked three pieces of equipment from NASA, the FBI, and for some reason, the AARP. <laughs> they stole a NASA rocket, a huge laser the FBI built in case the Washington Redskins picked a new mascot that was somehow even more racist and needed to be stopped, and they also took some AARP flyers. <laughs> they have landed on the moon with the rocket and are prepared to use the laser to shoot at America. The AARP flyers were folded up and placed under some of their chairs because they kept wobbling. Can you destroy the laser? <laughs> yes. Your Crayola vision, I'm just going to say it does not reach to the moon. Oh. So what I do is I make I make a tower tall enough to where I can shoot my Crayola vision. I make a massive tower out of molten crayon. It's like a big candle without the wick. And then I shoot my Crayola vision at the laser once it gets tall enough. And I circumvent your arbitrary rule. And I take out the laser. And uh, being a Methodist, I guess I'll spare the Presbyterians. <laughs> we know what it's like These to be laughed ones. at. <laughs> they, they are trying to destroy America. Not all Presbyterians, but this <laughs> select few that like the thought of running over ducks. Well, Aaron seems to have something to say. Go ahead, Aaron. You were mad when I accused the entire Catholic Church of murdering Abraham Lincoln, but now you're... Oh, you're going you after the Presbyterians. Okay, the fresh cut is now firmly all Presbyterians are evil, uh, but you can still listen if you're Presbyterian. I think our only Aaron said you can't listen if you're for the Patriots, so we'll keep that as our only rule. Uh, what do you think of his? Do you think he saves the day? Seems like he's pushing it. If I feel like me. this is one of those superhero movies where like it's unrealistic, and so like middle school boys would buy into it, and that's our own on your. Oh, stutter on the radio recorded forever our only audience well but I mean we gave him the last one so maybe we don't give him this one <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I just I don't understand the logistics of you building the Corilla Tower like where's your degree in architecture <laughs> well I thought it would just be like, like one platform off. that just kind of goes there's like a little <laughs> don't you think like the a giant cylinder gonna get like really messy <laughs> oh yeah 
How long does it take to cool? Iron wool. Which is it? Wait, I forget. If I have infinite hearing, that does nothing for me in this situation. So never mind. Maybe I just make a Crayola. <laughs> you, you, all you can hear is their roller coaster. Noises. I make a Crayola dome around America because I am just that quick. Is that would that work? Can I pass I like with that? that? All right, fine. Four to one. <laughs> We're being a little too generous, I think, but that's fine. We're Christians. <laughs> okay. We're Christians. We're supposed to be generous. Yeah. Come on, Noah. It's a virtue. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Next scenario. A nearby wedding has concluded, and the families are headed to the location of the reception, which is to start at 9.15 p.m. You are informed by the police that one of the city's aldermen was just broken up with his girlfriend of two years, and he has thus declared himself to be the newlywed serial killer. It is 8.54 p.m., and you have only three minutes before the newlywed killer comes up with a better name and starts to track down the couple at their wedding, because he's jealous and angry. Can you stop him in time? Yes. How? Next question. How? <laughs> so, using my uh, infinite hearing, I listen in for the newlywed serial killer's mutterings as he tries to find a better name, and I track him down. The house. I put a better name around here somewhere. I, I cover him with... The um, newly dead killer? No. <laughs> <laughs> band name, newly oh dead. yeah, newly dead killer. That Don't is like a solid. Baby name. Not a good. Yeah, name. terrible stripper. Yeah, name. horrible baby name. <laughs> um, we say stripper, but now. yeah, yeah, we can say that on there. Funny story, but uh, we I cover our antagonist with molten, which I'm gonna call it Crayola. I almost said Crayola juice. That is horrifying. That's a terrible band name if there ever was one. Um. And then I need to shoehorn my yeah. <laughs> how, how long can you? How quick? How long does it take for you to get to this guy? Um. So it's uh. I've got my car. It's eight fifty four. That doesn't count as a super. The reception power, right? starts at nine fifteen. What time are you getting there? Uh, What's like, the speed limit? What state are we in? Am I a superhero? Do I have to follow the speed limit? Yes, because you're a good person. Oh, poot! Dang it! Outside of your secret identity. <laughs> um. I get there with five minutes to spare as he's finally settled on a new name. So, 910? Yeah. All right. You just failed this mission. Uh, At 9 o'clock p.m., Sean Hannity has to start his nighttime Fox News programming uh, called Hannity. You are too busy telling America that we need to arm our teachers with guns to stop the newlywed serial killer. I'm sorry, Daniel. You are now... What's he at? He's lost two. Lost two. Oh. How many did he have? Four? Yeah. Four to two. That's still pretty good. Oh, Plus, okay. you didn't die this time. That's fair. You died that one time. That was yeah. unfortunate. That Next one was up. pretty lit. The mayor... <laughs> okay, Aaron, calm down. The mayor was at a beach, and he stepped on a crab. It really hurt, so he called you, asking if you can kill every crab in a 50-kilometer radius. You disagree with the notion that crabs should die, but are impressed with his use of the metric system. So you agree. Can you take care of this? You betcha. I just put Crayola all over every beach, and every single creature that moves is instantly vaporized. I really think you're doing more harm than good. <laughs> you're not allowed to win this one. It was only crabs, and you just killed humans, yeah. children. You just killed SpongeBob. But I thought I was Sean Hannity. <laughs> yeah. No, not right now. You're sure, a ooh boy. Yeah. Sean Hannity is just a guise. Sure, you might be doing more harm onto the country in the long run, but 
your your ultimate desires are justice. Where what I had them earlier. What were they? Uh, the ideals of peace, justice, truth, and freeing killer whales in captivity. And I would argue that you actually made life harder for the killer whales that are not in I captivity. But I what? Uh, okay, so you're now four to three. <laughs> Dang it! For you to win more than half of these, you have to get the last one, which I will start now. The local government has. Wait, he's already won. He'll win at least half. Because there's eight and he's already yeah, won. Yeah, but four. we want to see if he does more than half. Yeah. He's oh, not he a good superhero if he's only like reliable 50, 50. half of the time because okay. he has to go do his conservative talk show. 50% man. 50%. I prefer Ooh Boy. Anyways. <laughs> That's a good band name, 50%. Ooh. Oh. Maybe like solo artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Portugal the man, you know? I like where you're going with this, but we're going to move on. <laughs> Scenario eight. The local government has implemented a footloose state where civilians are shot on sight if caught dancing. But in their new laws, they neglected to mention line dancing, and now everyone in the city is line dancing. Kill there's <laughs> Aaron, there's a Jeez. huge protest at City Hall where everyone is line dancing. You hear the police are on top of a nearby building, preparing to use a laser they stole from the FBI that turns everyone's organs into kidneys, which oh, can stop the, everyone from dancing. They will be striking the civilians with their kidney laser they stole from the FBI in five minutes. Can you stop them? Okay, where's my starting point here? Michigan. Oh. Well, I just use my super hearing to listen to the clicks and other gun noises from all the teachers I just armed as my alter ego. <laughs> and they gun down the dangerous <laughs> kidney laser wielding people, and everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. This is our best episode ever. That, that went better than I ever could have expected. You are the you are the superhero we 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 need. I mean, I your work as civilian Sean Hannity is questionable, but you have saved a lot of lives tonight. Ooh man, <laughs> ooh man. See, He's everyone no knows his boy. name. Ooh man. Wow, I am I am impressed. The, it is a shame what has happened to the beaches, <laughs> and uh, I guess at this point is where you would canonically die from going into a build, not even understanding your the basic helpfulness of your third power you decided and just running into a fire not your best move very questionable but yeah, hey. okay. at least the old people got what they wanted yeah. <laughs> Somebody. the sweet release of death not everyone was upset with that outcome they, so you could argue they that never okay. have to see another millennial crybaby again <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you guys so much for playing this game with me I don't know if that's how all You're Saw welcome. movies should end. The the Jigsaw guy. Is that his name, Jigsaw? Never seen I've it. never seen Saw. But at, at the end He's of every it. movie, he should say, <laughs> he should like tear up and be like, guys, I'm just so happy we were all able to take part in this. I worked so hard on this, and I'm really proud of how, all, how far the ones of you that lived made it. That was actually a thinly veiled Noah speech to us here now. So, yes. It's a good way to work that in. Playing. Uh, did you write all of those? Yeah, I did it at work study today. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid for that. I mean, I was sitting right in front of you. Well, I was in the other room for a while. That's true. That's it's okay. Was it was Aaron's day off for radio. I mean, like radio uh, prep. Usually, Aaron does a lot of the conspiracy making and not making, but finding. I only have one conspiracy I've made up. But what we'll save that for the. What about the one today? Oh, I have one and a half because it was kind of like a like a duo yeah. trio. Mm. Well, um, 
if you were single, I think Amy Long would have been very impressed tonight. I can't speak for her other than I what know What are your she thoughts chicken on chicken nuggets? nuggets? <laughs> well, you see, I'm more of a duck nugget guy now that I've <laughs> oh. saved them. You want to um, eat them? Well, you, it seems are you one only of the natural. I mean, <laughs> the Methodist is just a cover-up. I saved 72 ducks. I should be able to eat some of them. <laughs> I mean, look, John Leslie literally told Methodists, don't start a, a a new denomination, and you see what we did, so we're not really good at following directions or anything. So, yeah, I'd say I'd eat the ducks over the chicken tenders. So. I feel very dirty. I'm... <laughs> so glad that you have Kennedy from reasons more than just you and Amy Long were not yes. meant to be together, but for one of the reasons We, being we can only hope that Kennedy is going to have a very long talk with you tonight about <laughs> why you maybe shouldn't eat ducks, especially the ones you just made a she, point about saving. Kennedy looked at him and then did the like punch into the, the palm thing, so it's going to be good luck. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Kennedy has the advantage of she can hit Daniel. He can, it's a, it's a, it's a double standard, but it's a pretty good one to have as far as they go. Well, good luck because I'm covered in steel wool, so it's gonna hurt really bad when you punch me. Boom! You thought that power was useless. Light him on fire, Kennedy. Oh. Fun fact, every time Daniel and I have like a thought at the same time, the mic's like kind of between us most of the time and we almost headbutt each other. <laughs> so that went on the entire time. It's been 56 minutes of near collision. But thus far we have dodged headbutting each other, so I think we did good. Maybe well. that's like a third and a half superpower. <laughs> <laughs> it's Very like- good at avoiding <laughs> headbutting others. Yeah. See, I have a magnetic head, but it's reversed to the wrong pole, so it actually repels us instead of brings our heads together. I want to talk about how magnetic your head is, because your arch, ne- your arch nemesis, Spaghetti, is going to try to use that information against you. Unless you... Did you kill him? Did Wait, you kill him in that last... I don't remember. I thought you did, because you molten lava... Molten I thought he was just Crayola stuck in the you. molten Crayola. Yeah. How hot, but isn't molten, like, hot enough that it would just burn him alive? Yeah, he would... You would have a pretty bad time if I covered him in molten Crayola. He's I mean, at least going to be ugly afterwards, <laughs> so you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> that spaghetti is cooked at this point. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, we're going to move into the closing segments of our show. Normally we have eight minutes of what do we talk about, but tonight we only have three. Yeah, uh, we'll work harder on <laughs> on our content in the future. That's a five-minute cut down, though. Yeah, we did pretty good. I'm impressed with us. I, I do think this might be our best show yet. That was a really good game. Thank you. I'll I'll try to have more in the future. Um, but yeah, next week. Well, next week is spring break. So next is it? No, just one. I'm thinking of Sundays, but we're on Monday. So <laughs> yes, next Monday. I'm sorry. I don't think there will be a new fresh cut unless Erin wants to like link a lot of the audio from her Snapchat stories that we're in. <laughs> she just got an inspired look. Erin, I think that might be a little difficulty. Little difficult. I can't talk. I wish my superhero was the ability to actually talk coherently on my own radio show. We uh, we both need that. I stutter quite a bit. Yeah, we actually do this for self improvement. (laughs) Um, Uh, But the the week week after, after. (laughs) (laughs) we just improved very much. So yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh wait, he didn't trash his family. Oh, do you want to trash trash a member of your family, Daniel? (laughs) Leslie, if you're listening, don't be such a good pharmacist. Confused? Need to move on? That was not true trash. The worst superhero motto I've ever heard. (laughs) 
or catchphrase, I guess. Oh boy. Jingle. Anyways. <laughs> Jingle. Ooh. Uh, two weeks, I believe we are having Brandon Smith and Sean. Whitson. Whitson. I don't know why his name escaped me. I've known him for a while. <laughs> uh, they will be on to talk about very big conspiracies. I believe I mentioned a term earlier, inside job, on this show. Keep that in mind for the future. I don't want to spoil it yet, but you might want to call 911. <laughs> uh, and Brandon actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's, he's as opposed put a lot of research into this over the years. And I just... I just Google really things I want to know interrupt about. interrupt you all the time. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. You know, it's it's part of the charm of the show. Um, I research, but this we're going to... I'm going to get... I don't know what I'm trying to say. He just knows a lot more than <laughs> I do. That's great. And bye.